Welcome to the Parallel Universe Plane Wormhole. Please take care to ensure that your hands and other extremities stay within your confines. We don't want any sudden loss of limb along the way. In case of any accidents, please note your exits and take them when needed. We are now loading docks 666 as well as dock number 17. Please enjoy the ride along the multiverse of Conspiracy Me. Thank you. We are stuck in a very strange place in time, and conspiracy theories are rampant nowadays, to the point where it's difficult to draw the line between fact and fiction. I'm your host, Ethan Bridges, and welcome to Conspiracy Me. The vast majority of you know why you are here, so I won't have you explain yourselves. And like myself, you are curious about the world around you and how it works. You know the basics to conspiracy theories, and many that I will discuss here are very well known. But most of these are just the tip of the conspiracy theory iceberg. The iceberg is a multi-leveled construct, ranging from the more well-known theories to some that even I have never heard of. Visualize an actual iceberg and note that the tip of it is always the smallest part of the entire entity. In each episode, I will go through the hard work and research for your benefit to give you the history behind the theory and its following. We are going to start in the horizon with the simpler and more well-known theories. Then we will dive into the ones we have no idea how deep they go. So buckle up, because it's going to be a bumpy ride. When you are sick, you generally go to the doctor. In the recent wake of the COVID pandemic, the increase in need for doctors around the globe is much needed. Once you are diagnosed with some bacteria, virus, or other ailment, the doctor will then prescribe you medication. That medication could be a life or death situation. But before I get any deeper, I'm throwing up my content warning. Some of the things I discuss today may be uncomfortable or not suitable for some audiences. Listener, beware. The medication given is usually made at a pharmaceutical company, created to help the public get better and healthier. Many cases it has, but with most diseases today, especially in the time of COVID, the medication works for what it needs to do, but sometimes that's not always the case. Some pharmaceutical companies claim that their drugs are the best compared with other drug companies. This certain dependency on medical drugs is part of this much larger conspiracy theory. Big Pharma. The idea that the medication should help and we should trust our healthcare providers has sparked a lot of interest in this theory. The pharmaceutical business is a very wealthy business to get into. If people were always healthy, why would you need pharmaceuticals? This is a big conspiracy theory, mainly because all the conspiracy theories are classified as big pharma. The theory goes as follows. A large amount of people, corporations, regulators, NGOs, 
politicians, and physicians have some sort of stock in this trillion-dollar business. If you can make the money, why allow for people to get better? This theory falls along the lines of more chronic illnesses like cancer or HIV-AIDS. The medication used for these illnesses are needed for the person taking them so they can sustain life. If they get better, what happens to the cash cow? It depletes. And in the capitalistic society we live in, we can't run out of the money we exploit from the sick. More from internet theorists claim that the HIV-AIDS epidemic during the 1980s was government-produced as a means of viral warfare. I've heard this theory many times. HIV was supposedly created in a government lab in the 1960s as a chemical warfare to use during the Vietnam War. The autoimmune disease would kill slowly. It is also theorized that during the trials of the virus, a gay man happened to be one of the test subjects. Therefore, the heightened oppressiveness of the LGBT community during the 1980s only used to promote heteronormative relationships. I digress. The claim that the medication for such chronic diseases do not work or is even more harmful to the body is also part of the theory. Not only does the taker need the medication to live, but also it is making them worse. Having an infinite dependency on the drug until they eventually fade away. Another part of this conspiracy theory is the anti-vax community. From here, the theory gets a little more murky because it separates into many different facets that I will touch on, because I want to discuss them much later as the season progresses. So I will just list them and give a brief description. The first is chiropractic therapy. The idea of not using any type of vaccine or medication because your body can fight off these diseases and viruses by itself using chiropractic therapy to help unlock your body's true power. Second is vaccines cause autism. The idea that the increase of child autism has increased over the past few decades is due to the mandatory vaccines given to children at such a young age. And the final one is the mumps, measles, and rubella vaccine causes other illnesses, including colitis, and autism. Studies have shown that vaccines do not cause any of these, but this does not stop with people not getting these vaccines. They would prefer alternative medicine, and those, according to theorists, are being squashed by Big Pharma because the trillion-dollar company needs to make their money. When I come back, I will discuss others that fall under the Big Pharma category. So don't move a muscle. So the AIDS epidemic and vaccines fall under the big pharma umbrella of conspiracy theory. But so do the next three. In certain areas in the United States, fluorine can be found in the water systems of certain cities. While many health officials say that there is not a problem regarding the water fluoridation, many people are skeptical about it. The theory is the fact 
that the fluorine is supposed to help strengthen your teeth, but some theorists claim that that isn't the case. In fact, it is used for mind control. This idea of there's something in the water. Many also claim that the fluoridation causes diseases and viruses, only to make the pharmaceuticals even more money. But who's to say they're wrong? Another theory that falls under this is the theory of GMOs, or genetically modified organisms. This is food modified to have a better aesthetic and more vitamins compared to regularly grown vegetables. Along this theory is the GMOs spread disease through ingestion. That GMOs could be the cause of the United States' obesity problem. Also, GMOs are government-funded, which makes it easier to blame all the health problems on the government, fueling the theory even more. With more manufactured illnesses, the more money the healthcare business can make. The last conspiracy theory that falls under this giant umbrella is the COVID-19 is a hoax. Now, I am not here to persuade you to lean one way or another on this matter. You are your own individual, and you know what is best for your body. But the idea that COVID being a hoax was only created to get people to cover their faces with masks for better facial recognition, uh, to implant people with a microchip via vaccine, uh, to have President Trump kicked out of office, the list goes on and on. What could be more believable of it being a hoax is the fact that hospitals across the world were full, which made the healthcare market extremely wealthy. Many people lost their lives due to the virus, and I don't think people will deny that. But the amount of false positives, tests, and such leads many to believe that the coronavirus was never real. Big Pharma is a large conspiracy theory, and it has its own segments of the smallest theories, and I have no doubt I will discuss them at a later time. But seeing how rich a person could be off chronic illnesses does have me leaning towards some snippet of truth behind the theory. Whatever you do, be careful out in this world. We never truly know who or what is out to get us. And always be careful. And don't say I didn't warn you. Thank you for listening to Conspiracy Me. Until next time, I'm your host, Ethan Bridges. Be careful, and don't say I didn't warn you. This has been an Ebb and Flow production. To contact us, please email me at conspiracymepod at gmail.com. Like and follow us on Twitter at conspiracymepod, and please give us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs>